Right now, it's Perry and Shauna Replay from 89.3 Moody Radio. Well, we're excited this morning. Dr. Troy Carlson, medical doctor. Troy Carlson is with us and Pastor Gail Crocked of Spiritual Care Consultants. And this is a really special ministry. And you two guys are special people. And Dr. Troy, just what is Spiritual Care Consultants? I think the essence of spiritual care is a healing ministry that helps to deal with the wounds of our soul. Uh, And you might say, well, what is that? And as a medical doctor, I was trained in the physical and the emotional, but we're made a three-part being, physical, emotional, and spiritual beings. And that's what this ministry uh, wants to address. And as a doctor, um, I was someone who was frustrated by the lack of response that modern medicine made to the things that I was seeing as a family physician over time. And so that's really kind of the backstory, and maybe we'll talk about that here in a few. Yeah, so what is, can you say one thing that you saw that you could not deal with from a medical perspective? I would say um, the mental health issues of depression and anxiety is the biggest thing that I saw, and that although my patients would get better with medications and modern-day counseling, that they were not getting better over time because I Mm. take care of them over a lifetime. So what I was seeing as a reoccurrence of their struggles in spite of the knowledge that I had as a medical doctor. Yeah, I know that personally I have dealt with depression on and off throughout my life. And, you know, I've gone the medical route and that's been helpful. But my relationship with Jesus and the power of Jesus Christ and the, the relationships with other believers and all of that has played into not just, you know, surviving through this life, but God has enabled me to thrive. And, and I would not be able to be where I am without, you know, just the whole approach to it, faith and medicine. Absolutely. And again, we don't separate those things, but I think uh, for those in the medical, sometimes want to separate the medical from the spiritual And that's what was unique and special about this is the incorporation of those two things. All right. We're going to get into this more, what spiritual care consultants is. We've got some amazing stories of people whose lives have been transformed through this ministry. But if you want to check it out now or, you know, when you have time, spiritualcareconsultants.com, spiritualcareconsultants.com. Well, you hear about this, you know, this battle between science and faith. We have no battle here this morning mm-hmm. between science and faith. So, yeah, no battle here. It's combined. But where did it come from? Um, Dr. Carlson, share with us where it originated. Well, where it originated, I guess, is in the frustration of my heart in terms of a question. Um, as a doctor, I was in practice for about 10 years Um, and recognized uh, my frustration in healing, specifically depression and anxiety. Not that the medicines that we have are very good, and certainly working with people who counsel in that regard are helpful. But what I was seeing over time is I care for patients as a family doctor, and I see them that their struggles returned in some form or fashion. Mm. And so um, to that end, you know, normally as a doctor, I would change their medicine, and hopefully that would help, and sometimes it would. But 
over time, I realized that that wasn't uh, really helping as well. And so as a scientist to ask a question, and this question went to our Lord and Savior and said, Lord, what am I missing? And Troy, he said, you're missing me. And so with that, um, I shared my lament to Pastor Gail. We were with a bunch of physicians at a um, Bible study at the hospital, Mm -hmm. and I was sharing with Gail what was going on with me as a clinician, and Pastor Gail was a chaplain at Pentecost Hospital, and, and, and so at that place, that was the question, and Gail had the answer. You need a spiritual care consultant, and for me... I just have to say, this whole idea of doctors meeting for Bible study, I've never heard of such a thing, and I love that. <laughs> I love that. So you say, I say, care you consult- need a spiritual care consultant. Now, if it hadn't been in the year 2000, a grandma in a church in Indiana came to me and said, Jesus gave her a word for me, and I didn't know grandma, but if they're grandma, I listen. Yeah, And she said, um, you're going to be a consultant someday. And she told me all the stuff I would do. And I'm like, wow, that sounds nice, but I don't see it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of put it in the back burner that when he, when I said to him, you need a spiritual care consultant, the Lord brought to my mind the grandma's words to me. Mm-hmm. That we, this was actually a fulfillment of what grandma spoke to me seven years prior. And what did you mean by that when you said to him, you need a spiritual care consultant? I didn't know what I meant. Okay. Because I was burned out on counseling. I was burned out on healing ministry. I didn't want to do any of it anymore. And I just said, Lord. And then he said, yeah, I like the idea. What do you think one would do, Gail? And I'm like, oh no, (laughs) I got myself into counseling. I don't want to do that. So I said, Lord, you are the mighty counselor, everlasting father, the prince of peace, Isaiah 9, 6. If you will show us a new way to heal people and you'll be in it, we'll do it. And honestly, no idea. So what's happening here, you know, I have a child with a diagnosis that is just, you know, this is just how it is. Once you have this diagnosis, you always have it. You will always need to be treated. And it it seems as though at that moment we have a choice to make. Either I go the medical route and get him what he needs medically, or I go the faith route and I trust that God's going to heal my boy. But y'all are saying there is a way for both of these things to come together where we can pray for healing and, and not in uh, neglecting or negating what is needed mm-hmm. medically, but both treat medically while we lean in spiritually to what God would do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gail says this, and I say this, it's a yes and a yes. Mm-hmm. See, there was, there's always been the, to be this separation between medicine and faith. And that's not God. That's not how he made us to be. Yeah. He made us again, physical, emotional, and spiritual beings. And what's happened in medicines, we had two thirds of the equation. There's a reason why the success of depression and anxiety and all these things we struggle with are not where they need to be. It's because we've left out the greatest healer of all time. And that when you partner with the greatest healer of all time, then your problems really get solved. So what does that look like? You step into the office, have an appointment with you, Dr. Carlson, and you recognize, you know, walk me through that. What would that look like? Well, as a medical doctor, um, you know, um, this isn't uh, something that um, it's really in relationship to the patients I serve. 
And so it's really understanding that. And then it's really listening to the Holy Spirit prompting in my heart Mm -hmm. to be available to what it is the Lord is saying to me. And so that what I've recognized is that when we have a soul sliver, like people know what a sliver is in their finger. And if they leave it in there long enough, it gets an infection in their finger and it could go into their bloodstream. If it goes in their bloodstream, it can cause a serious problem. Mm -hmm. And so what we're trying to do is help people to understand these soul slivers that aren't necessarily in the physical, but they're in the emotional and the spiritual. Mm -hmm. And that when there's a recognition of that, and understanding that and then allowing people to decide. Again, this is something I offer to patients. Sure. It's not something they have to do. It's really on their volition. And then and when I tell people, no matter what your faith is, is that most people believe that we're physical, emotional, and spiritual. And so and then this is just really a free offering. And then, you know, Pastor Gail is there when we, and then I'll make a referral like I do, as any doctor does, to a consultant to help. Yeah. Well, as you know, it's a dark, dark world, but I hope you know this, the light of the world breaks through the darkness and is doing so in our day, in our time. We want to hear the stories of what God has done. You know what I mean? I am a firm believer that when you hear a story, something inside of you goes, God, do it again. Do it again. Do it for me. So share with us Jimmy's story, would you? Yes, I will. Um, It was after a soul healing service we were having at a church. This mother came up to me and said, do you think you could help my son? Now, that's always a loaded question. Sure. You don't know what that means. Yeah. And I said, well, what's wrong with him? She said, well, he's been screaming every night in the basement of the VA for 20 years. He's on 17 psychotropics. His wife doesn't want anything to do with him. Neither does his son. And because he, when he snaps, he's violent. Mm. And so I said, sure, we'll give it a try. Because, I mean, come on, I've never worked with that before. So he comes in the office, long hair, dog tags, sits down. He's got a two liter of Sprite in his hand, mm-hmm. got out all his medication, popped it in his mouth and washed it down with Sprite. And I just sat there looking at him and he was looking at me and I was looking at him. And he goes, later he goes, that's when I knew I wasn't getting the normal psychiatric evaluation. Mm. So he was willing to kind of share his story with me, but he was very guarded because he had done things in the military behind enemy lines, kind of top secret type stuff. And he was told that if he ever shared it, he might go to jail. Hmm. And I said, but you got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You can't keep, this is, this is, you You got pus in your soul. You got to hmm. get this out. He goes, I'm not talking about this in here. You got to leave our phones on the counter. He goes, you know, the government can listen in and, Mm-hmm. I said, well, why don't we go for a walk? So we left the office and, and my prayer partner's going, you go for a walk with him? I said, he's not dangerous. I see who God's created him to be. Mm-hmm. This is not who he is. Mm-hmm. So we get out in the middle of the field. I said, okay, the snow was blowing. It's cold. Wow. No one around. I go, what'd you do? And he broke down and cried. We knelt in a snowy field as he took all that garbage to the cross, he asked God to forgive him and cleanse him. And even though he did it on our military's behalf, it ripped his soul apart. Yeah, And that was really the beginning of his healing process as we methodically went through his healing events. And I had to deal with five or six PTSD 
where he would grab a gun. He's got guns again. And oh my goodness. And um, to make a long story short, over the time of about a year and a half, he was totally delivered from the PTSD mm. off in, in a couple of years, all of his medication working with his doctor. Isn't, isn't like delivered from PTSD. That's not a term that I've heard before. <laughs> I didn't know that was possible. I throw out new terms because God didn't make him with PTSD. Right. That is not his identity. And so he got so healed up. He got his son back. He got his wife back. Oh my he got goodness. his mental health back. And then later, after he recovered, his wife fell apart, and he helped to take care of her. Wow. And today, he doesn't have long hair. He's all shaved up. He's a great friend. He mm. often jokes, if you need a bodyguard, let me know. Yeah. He said, no, I don't need a bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. And he loves Jesus, and he helps the homeless, and he ministers to people, and he shares a story. And his name is Jimmy. Yep. And we're going to get him on this show. Yeah, That's that the name to protect his... Identity. Sure. Okay. Absolutely. So that's a that's a a faux name. A faux name. <laughs> you will. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but so many times my faith is so small, and then the Lord reminds me who He is, and His Word says Ephesians three twenty. To him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. And so this man of little faith gets boosted up by the reminders of God's power. Yeah, and to him be the glory, right? Now we want to turn, Dr. Carlson, to you and to hear uh, stories of what you've seen happen as you've been referring um, patients to Gail and they're receiving the spiritual care. What are, you seeing, what are you seeing on the medical side of things as they step back into your office? Well, I'm seeing amazing things. Um, really, again, back to physical, emotional, and spiritual. And so when we're struggling um, as a medical doctor and people are familiar with diagnoses that doctors deal with, especially primary care in terms of diabetes and hypertension, for example. And so what's happening is that when we're unrestful in our soul, we have physical ramifications for that unrest. And for many people, that's an elevation in their blood pressure. And if you have diabetes, your blood sugar will go high. And that's just the physiology of stress and anxiety that does to your body. So imagine uh, this struggle that I've had with patients. And uh, as a doctor, I, of course, I have medications that I can give uh, to help patients with those conditions, blood pressure medicines, diabetes pills. But what really has transpired with spiritual care is, is that I've been able to really appreciate when patients have dealt with those wounds of their soul and go see Pastor Gail and our spiritual care team uh, with our prayer partners and our consultants is that when they come back and see me, um, you can see the joy on their face. But what um, I'm seeing as a scientist and as a doctor, I'm seeing their blood pressures come into control. I'm seeing their diabetes, which I was struggling with in terms of what medicines to work with them. And now these things that have been uh, in their heart and in their soul that have been making them physically not well and emotionally not well, when those are taken care of and that wound is removed, there's restoration of your physical being back mm -hmm. to a state that in certain circumstances, people have been able to get off blood pressure medicines and or been a modification of their diabetes medicines. And I've seen that over and over and over, over the 14 years we've been working together. 
Wow, that is phenomenal. We really, it really is all connected. It is. It really is. Spiritualcareconsultants.com. That's where you can find out all about this beautiful work of Jesus Christ. And coming up in 10 minutes, we're going to share the story of Jan, a 16-year-old girl hearing voices and cutting. And she came to you guys, and the Lord did something amazing because His name is the name above all names. Amen. Our God is an awesome God, and we're hearing of his mighty works today. His mighty works, not just from the Bible, but the God of the Bible is still doing God of the Bible things today. So, Pastor Gail, tell us Jan's story. I mean, this is just mind-blowing what she was struggling with and what the Lord has done. Well, you know, sometimes uh, when you have one success, the word gets out and people talk about that success. So it all started with a phone call from out of state. Um, Do you think you can help my niece? And I was like, well, how old? 16. And I'm like, well, we don't see kids right now, but I'll give it a shot. You know, this was the beginning of children coming in Mm. and, uh, So at that time, she was in a psychiatric ward. So as a chaplain, I kind of knew how to get myself into there. So I inserted myself into a psychiatric ward. And when they heard the word chaplain, they're like, oh, he's harmless. Mm -hmm. You know, so he got in there, started talking. and, And really, the cutting and the voices are all symptoms of a deeper issue. When once you realize that. So I sat down with this young lady and I and I pulled out a list, and by, back then, the, the, our healing process wasn't developed like it is today, but I had a list of in Christ statements with me, and as I listened to her talk to me, I said, can I share with you who God says you are? And I went through this whole list, boom, boom. When I got done, she said, that's hard to believe. Now, what's hard to believe here is she came from a great home, and it's hard to believe someone like that would be struggling with this, and so then she came into spiritual care with her mom and dad, and Troy was a part of this for a while in some sessions with us. As God, as we got to the bottom of the cutting, once you get the trauma healed, cutting goes away. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that, that takes a while for that. And then we got to the bottom of the voices who had a demonic origin. Uh, you know how you can hear the negative lies of the enemy as he tries to speak them to you? Oh, yeah. So there was a number of lies she had to break agreement with, and we broke agreement with it through a period. In a, by the way, healing is a process. A lot of people want the magic wand. There is yeah. no magic wand to wave. Through the spiritual care healing process, I remember the day she got delivered of all the voices. Now, that might go against some people's thinking today, and how she went from seeing in gray to color. Oh, wow. And I don't get it. And that mom went out and found five other moms who had kids with the same issues, and they all came in. Mm. And so amazingly enough, she not only received healing, and through a process of time, some of the, some of the psychiatric medicines were backed off through working with her doctor. And now she's you know doing really good today. And life is still a struggle at times, but doing really well. But the Lord, I remember you were there when you saw her get delivered. Uh, and it wasn't loud. It it was just a matter of, hey, there's some lies we need to break. 
that you believe. And once we break the lie, let's address what's behind that lie and tell that thing to go. And, and, uh, she said, you know, um, when I first, you were dealing with me, I did, I thought you maybe were afraid, but now that I'm working with you, I realize you're not afraid of this. And I said, no, because Jesus can really heal you of this. And so her mom and dad were so tickled that she got free. Her dad said to me, I spent a car in counseling. I could have bought a car with all the counseling we've been through. And then she gave testimony at one of our banquets and just blew everybody out of the water Mm -hmm. and left, left them with their jaws dropping on the floor. And, but it's all the Lord. It's his presence. And, and uh, she's doing good today. In regards to, you know, counseling being expensive, what is the cost involved with spiritual care consultants? The cost of spiritual care consultants is no dollars. Mm. It's free, free, free. free. <laughs> Just like the gospel. Mm-hmm. Just like the gospel. Mm. You know, the Lord makes a way. So 14 years in this ministry, through the gracious donation of our community and, yep. and those that we partner with, um, that we have had just another blessing in that regard. So there's no, there's no uh, barriers That's to receiving beautiful. this care. That's awesome. Maybe you feel like you're a hopeless case or someone you know you love feels mm-hmm. like they're a hopeless case. I had somebody just tell me yesterday, I don't see it. My situation is hopeless. If that's you or that's somebody you know, go to this website spiritualcareconsultants.com it's a first step it's a step of faith spiritualcareconsultants.com and we are just pumped that you're willing to start the day with us thank you yeah happy wednesday to you it's hump day we are halfway through the week high five my friend and we're super excited to have pastor gail crocked with us today and dr Troy carlson of spiritual care consultants and you can find out all about this ministry at spiritualcareconsultants.com as far as i know this is incredibly unique it's a healing ministry that combines faith and medicine. Yeah. And we're hearing the stories this morning of just impact and and people who have been changed through this ministry. And we'd love to hear Sharon's story. Tell me about Sharon. All right. Sharon came to us about 10 years ago, and I know she's listening right now. Oh, hi, Sharon. Good morning to you. Hey, Shout Sharon. Sharon. She's the life of the party at Spiritual <laughs> Care, believe me. And right now I can just see her going, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Because Sharon's story is amazing because she was going through a divorce. She had other issues going on in her life, and she and God just totally gave her a new identity. God reached down into her life, and I watched him transform her. And if you were to ask her today, I mean, if she were to sit here, she said, I'm I'm a princess warrior for the kingdom, and she's got this whole hmm. list of new identities. So she wrote up some new statements. Of, she goes, that is who I am in Christ. And the Lord so healed her, her misery became her ministry, and now she's actually— Troy will tell you, she's the main consultant for the adults. I mean, Sharon Joy is working. She loves spiritual care and uh, always going beyond the call of duty to go on the extra mile and shines forth the character of Christ everywhere she goes. And most of our team members have been people that actually came through the ministry and was healed up. 
first, and then they got on the team. I thought it was going to have pastors and all this stuff in the beginning days, but God said, nah, that's not what you're going to do. You're going to get some people healed up. That's awesome. So with Sharon, I know that she struggled with substance abuse, Mm -hmm. and there are reasons that people drink Mm -hmm. or misuse substance. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't just do that to get a good feeling, but we're medicating our pain. And I'm sure that a lot of her pain was the lies that she believed. Yeah. And so once you realize that what you do is we don't focus on substance abuse, we're like, what's the soul slivers, right? Where are those hurting events? Because if we can remove the sliver, then get healing for that. Everything else will go away. Then you no longer need the medication, right? If you can remove the sliver. You know, Jesus said, you know, that the Pharisees, they so focused on the outside of the cup. Well, we need to focus on what is on the inside. So once you heal up the pain, once you take out the slivers, then naturally the substance abuse or whatever the substance is begins to go away. That's not to say you don't have to deal with the addiction of certain things. But the Lord totally took care of her, restored her. She's got a great church she attends, loves the Lord, and now is a vital part of what we do. Would you say that the common theme with the people that you help is the lies that people believe and how those lies need to be replaced with truth? I would say the common theme would be the slivers, and out of the slivers come the lies. Okay. Because if you have hurt and you have pain and you have trauma— around that pain and trauma, you've developed belief systems that you operate by. And those belief systems, um, the purpose of them is to keep you from pain and hurt. So so just for my own clarification and understanding, what I'm hearing you say is even the lies are symptoms. Yes. It's the trauma that caused the lie or the life experience that that caused the the belief system. Yeah, right. The lies that come out of the trauma an unhealthy belief and yes. then you form an understanding around that unhealthy belief that leads to then that pathway that's not good for you yeah thanks so much for listening questions or comments text us at 800-968-8930 that's 800-968-8930 